Hello there. My name's Mark, and you're listening to episode 52 of the Holocron Chronicles. I am joined, as always, by my trusty co-pilot. Tis the season for droids. Wookie Life Day. I don't know what you're celebrating exactly, Charlie, but you're, you seem to be in the spirit. Charlie, how are you doing tonight? I'm good. We're lodged between Life Day, either the Canadian or the U.S. version, which I brought up on Discord today. I'm like, well, yeah, okay. Um, and whatever the hell, Christmas, Xmas, Kwanzaa, Christmas, Kwanzaa, whatever it is you want to call it. Anyway, it's early December, and this shirt had been on a shelf for a couple of years or on a hanger, and I was like, that plus the sweater that I can't wear because I have the fire going in the fireplace and I've been drinking coffee because it's a late record in my Rebel mug. Nice. Um, so, yeah. So I thought, you know, I'll get in. And if I wear this again next time to get the maximum mileage out of it, because it's still December, deal with it. It's okay. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And we are joined by a returning guest. Hasn't been around in a minute, but we're super happy to have him back. That is Dano from the Dano channel. Dano. Hey, everybody. Hey, Thanks for having me back, man. It's been it. too long. It's been Thanks for long. coming back. Yeah, it has been too long. It's uh, one of those things we keep saying. It's, it's uh, you know, we, we get people back every once in a while, and we do this show bi-weekly. So we try to get new guests, try to get some returning guests, and it it's, it piles up very quickly. So oh, it's, yeah. it's awesome sure. when we can get some <laughs> some great people back. And cool. uh, and I, a little, little behind-the-scenes stuff for, for people listening, your episode, even though it was recorded back in 2021 or released back in 2021 – was our top episode on Spotify this year. So people really like you. They really like Galaxy's Edge. And it's I Galaxy's thought it was a great Edge. time to bring you back. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely Galaxy's Edge. <laughs> now, I think I, back in 2021 when we recorded, you mm-hmm. hadn't been yet, right? Is I had correct? just been. Just, you had mm, just been. Yeah. That's what it was. Uh, it was, it was. Uh, we went in September, so we recorded in April. So it was pretty, still pretty fresh. But I hadn't been to... Uh, when I was there, Rise of the Resistance wasn't even open. So you kind of oh, recapped okay. that whole thing for me. And uh, yeah, so we're, we're going to get into Galaxy's Edge a little bit. But first, I want to hear about you. But before even that, I do want to thank Manscaped for sponsoring the Holocron Chronicles and the Secret Friends Unite Network across the board. Right now, you can save 20% and get free shipping at manscaped.com with the code SFU. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. Subscribe on YouTube if you're listening to the audio podcast, or if you're watching this video, you just came for the first time, hit that subscribe button and uh, and check us out. Uh, with that all out of the way, Dano, like I said, it's been a while. So I want to ask a few questions about your Star Wars origin story. And the first sure. one has to be, how'd you get into Star Wars? Oh, this is a fun one. Um, accidentally, kind of. <laughs> Accidentally, so, oh my goodness, I slipped so, and fell in Star Wars. <laughs> kind of. Like, I was actually <laughs> resistant to it as a child. I was gifted the um, the THX box set of VHSs Ooh, back in the, the 90s. 90s. Oh, yeah. It was a Christmas present my mom got for me thinking I would like it. And me <laughs> being a snotty kid was like, yeah, I don't want that crap. Oh, and I didn't know. I, I know. I, and to look at me now. And just to be like, what a, what an awful child I was. So it sat in a closet for months, wow. probably six to seven months, because it was sometime, I believe, over the next summer. It might have even been a year and wow. like six months. But it sat there for a while in a closet until one day the family went to church and I decided not to go. I stayed home. Oh, even. I know. <laughs> and I was, flipping, I was flipping through channels and it happened to be like a Sunday where they were playing Star Wars 
that weekend on USA. And right. so every I, weekend, basically, pretty much. Yeah. Well, back then it was a little, it was a little more rare back then. And the, we we're talking like 96, summer of 96. Yeah. Before and the special editions. Yeah. Exactly. Right before the special editions. So I happen to be flipping channels and I see this snow covered land and this little creature running across, making weird noises. It happens to be a tauntaun. I'm like, okay, what is this? And I'm just like, I get sucked in instantly. And as I'm watching it, I'm kind of like, oh, this is Yoda. I, I know that, you know, I've heard of Yoda. Right. I've heard of, you know, and the I am your father stuff with Vader. I'm like, oh, okay, I get the references. I've seen Tommy Boy. You know, like there's all that kind of stuff. Like the cultural references right. were in my head of Star Wars. Right. But I didn't know I what Star Wars was. I always say the same thing. Yeah. So I, like I'm, I'm 38, like just turned 38. And I, I always said, you know, I always say on the show, like it was just part of life. Like yeah, I had a Star you, you Wars the references. Like, I had a Luke, mm-hmm. Luke Skywalker toothbrush before I really watched movies. Like I just, it was mm-hmm. just always there. Right, it's a, right? One of the so, things like, I had forgotten until like more recently was growing up, I used to love the Ewok movies. I was like four years old <laughs> and we would rent movies and I would request either the Ewok movies or this dinosaur movie called Baby. And those were like my two go-to rentals as like a four and five-year-old. And it's I had no so, idea until later that I was like, oh, I guess I did like Star Wars younger. It's so weird because, yeah, you watch those Ewok movies and it's like, all right, this is some Muppet shit, right? It's just there's no exactly. connective tissue because even you got Wilford Brimley and his broken down <laughs> ship or whatever. But there's nothing that says, oh, and he's got like a poster of the rebel. You know, he's got the, he's using a rebel coffee cup. You know what I mean? There's no yeah. there's no connective tissue. No that, that is, by the way, if you on YouTube, uh, rebel coffee cup. Um, but <laughs> yeah, just no, uh, yeah, like and subscribe. Um, and and a 20% off at Manscaped, uh, with SFU. Uh, but yeah, there's uh, you're right, no connective tissue, so yeah, you must have just been like, Oh, did you, did you, how, how did that make you, how did that make you feel? So I didn't, I didn't realize the, the connection going back further until like more recently within the last like. Oh. I don't know, five, six years. I yeah. went back and was like, oh my God, I remember that when I was little. Same thing, I found a picture where there's the Rancor from the 80s in my like bedroom as a child. And I had ah. no idea I had the Rancor. Oh. I was like, what? I had that? And it, I'm like, I vaguely do remember playing with that, but I had no idea it was Star Wars. That's so I didn't wow. really, really get into it until like 96 when that movie hit. Right. And then the next day or whatever, I think it was the next week, um, they were playing more the next weekend. And it happened to be A New Hope. And so I sat through and I was like, oh, cool. More of this? Sweet. And I sat through, watched A New Hope, watched Return of the Jedi. And I was hooked, like, instantly. Right. And so from then, there was Star Wars CCG that was out, like, kind of like Magic the Gathering, but mm-hmm. a Star Wars card game. And so I really got into that. And just, I didn't even, not even playing it, just collecting the cards and reading the little minutiae about mm. all the little aliens and, you know, learning who Boshek is in the cantina or Kit Kat. Yeah. All these weird oh, yeah. little aliens. That was around the yeah. I learned so much about Star Wars through that card game. That was around the the time too that we got um, the Tales from Jabba's Palace, which was the big novel, Mm -hmm. and then the Mark. We should do an episode about this. It just occurred to me: the Shadows of the Empire, the the media event of the summer of 1996 that had everything but a movie. Oh my god! We need we need that movie. Yeah, like animated, animated because you know, yeah. I mean, I don't care how I get it. I want it. I right. want it. Right. But so there, I got in like order. right. I got in right before, like a year before special edition changes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there was no, you know, there were no prequels yet. So all, as far right. as I knew, when I got into star Wars, that was it. There was these three mm-hmm. weird movies, four, five, and six, and that's it. 
it right. was just like, why is it four or five? Nobody knew. No, we had no idea prequels were coming. We had no idea this is what it was going to be like in 2022 with so much Star Wars. Like, I yeah. wish I could go back and tell like little Dano back then. You have no idea what your life is going to become. Get your like, together, dummy. This, well, this well, one well. Sunday morning <laughs> is going to rule your life some 30 oh years later. Like, oh, no. But also, don't read the Young Jedi Academy <laughs> books because yeah. uh, they will not matter. Right. Yeah. No, none of uh, what you read was, back then will. No, because <laughs> that, that was me. Like, I, I jumped in to the movies and you know, my aunt got me hooked on the movies. And then it was kind of the same thing of like, you know, there's, there's no prequels yet there's a, you know no but like the the sequels kind of lived on through the book so i like absorbed those jedi academy books uh yeah. jason and jaina and uh, loey lobaka and, right uh, exactly <laughs> <laughs> um fantastic and then you know that's that's uh, kind of done uh, done away with but uh what i do want to ask what is your after that that very weird origin and going back and forth and and, <laughs> and jumping around there um, what's your favorite Star Wars property? Usually I say movie or show, but I've been kind of changing this property. one to be like property. Is it a, is it a mm-hmm. book game? What's, so, what's Star Wars to you? I have a terrible time with favorites. It's like a whole, a whole thing on my channel, like my live streams. It's the number one question that gets asked. It's the number one question I don't answer because I have to dance around it. So, <laughs> and I noticed you put favorite is like some of the questions for the notes here. And I was like, I'm not going to say anything. We're just going to go with it. That's because I also can't pick favorites. So it's if hard. someone asks me my favorite character, I'm like, oh, Luke, it, Din, Cal Kestis, Obi-Wan. Time. It changes by the it day. It depends on what I minute. just watched. Whatever I just yeah. watched, that's my favorite. Um, They're all so great. I had They're to all pick, great. you really are. And it kind of does, like what I was just saying, whatever I just watched is my favorite. Like right now, I'm super hyped on Andor still. Mm-hmm. Well, you're, super in the, fresh. you're in the right place. Super fresh. <laughs> so... You know, like if you ask me right now, but see, the second you brought up Shadows of the Empire, now I'm thinking, oh, was Shadows of the Empire my favorite? I'm thinking, I love I'm thinking, old I'm thinking we might have to string back to have you back and maybe sometime before we get a new show that we, we have a Shadows of the Empire special that we just talk about. You know the, what? The I've been wanting to was. do that on my channel. I've been wanting to do that on my channel for a while. A play through the game, mm. talk about the book, the comics, the collectible trading cards. I have every single toy unopened that I want to actually oh. unbox and open on the channel. Like oh just do a whole God. two or three weeks of nothing but Shadows of the Empire, but nobody but like the weirdos are going to watch. It's such <laughs> a gag going back to the beginning of Secret Friends Unite, which actually started in the summer of 96. And it was a whole thing uh, that uh, that we were breaking down the loft in the dorm room that I shared with our friend John and Todd lived across the hall. And the, the word secret friends got scrolled on one of the pieces of wood. And I don't even know how it happened. And Todd drew a little hard under it. And then it was the thing between us. And then shadows of the empire came out and all the action figures became the big joke. <sighs> Dash, you <Rendar>. know, <laughs> Dash Rendar was the Kmart Han Solo. That was what yep. John dubbed him. And yep. he always, and Kmart is even an archaic reference because there's like two of them left in the world. I think literally oh. two. Yeah. Oh my God. All right. I'm going to get off my shadows of the empire soapbox. But Mark, I'm telling you. Guys you guys do have the, the, the print uh she's or yes that's like I your, don't, your your I running yeah i don't have it anymore that is our that is our prize for our summer movie wager i lost to john this summer so it is in washington state right now but i'm i'm gonna win it back to michigan because it's john and i have shared it for the last eight years uh and todd has never todd has never won which we got to keep it that way <laughs> amazing, amazing. 
favorite. I know I, I'm going to keep saying sure. favorite, but you can rhyme off a few. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. What, what characters stand out for you? Let's phrase it that way. So I usually lean towards Han Solo or Lando or Poe. Nice. Because he's kind mm. of in a similar way. But right. also, so I would go with those three. That's like the trifecta. The rogues. The trifecta of rogues. Yes. Yeah. Great choices. Uh, light side or dark side? Light side. Always light side. Hell yeah. That one's easy. Yes. <laughs> light, meter, light, light meter, dark meat. Stick with the You'd light. You'd be so surprised how that, how uh, not easy that question is. Yeah. We, we get so often like, oh, I want to say light side, but uh, force lightning is really cool. Um, <laughs> you know, and I never let, I, I don't like pe- letting people pick gray. Um, because <laughs> it's, 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 it's a cap out, out, right? Right. Yeah. Super cap um, out. I mean, because yeah, I you can be especially like, especially since uh, High Republic, you can say light side with some quirks. Because yeah. like the you know the High yeah, Republic yeah, yeah. allows people to explore the the light side in in their own various ways rather than the staunch like this is the Jedi's of the prequels, right? So, um, so I'll accept that answer. But like you come at me with gray Jedi, I'm gonna I'm gonna make you dive deeper into that. Um, <laughs> I know you've got several. So this is, and this is kind of how I found you was, was lightsabers and the galaxy's edge stuff. And I know you've built every lightsaber imaginable. Uh, But what is your lightsaber color of choice? What one do you go back to? Purple. Purple. I got purple. Yeah. I I didn't didn't know for a while that it was purple. I was, I always thought I was a blue or green person, but then I kind of noticed, and actually people in my comments on my videos started pointing out like, no dude, you're, you're purple. And like people who like crafters who make stuff and send me custom items, Mm -hmm. they started like sending me more purple stuff. And I was like, am I a purple person? And I kind (laughs) of looked back at some of my old videos and I guess I am. I do tend to like always just lean towards purple. So I am noticing also the purple light. Oh, even the, the light. Background. I know. Right right now, now, it's it's, it's kind eye, of yeah. foreshadowing uh, this conversation. <laughs> so purple. I like that. That's, that's yeah. really good. And you're one of, I think maybe two or three people that have said purple. If that. Oh, wow. wow. I think we've, yeah. Very few. So rare it's, breed. Uh, it is very rare. And I, I always appreciate the purple lightsaber users, especially, especially the ones that instantly say light side. Because that uh, is even more rare. Usually, okay. the people who say purple are a mix. Uh, they the great Jedi a little dark side. You know, they <laughs> right. they yeah. want to kind of go in that. You're like staunchly like light side, yeah. but also purple. Which, right. if you like lightsaber lore, you kind of know that that right. means you're yeah, kind of yeah. leaning a little bit. So now, that's my, uh, I did my first Twi'lek cosplay, Twi'lek, Twi'lek, however you want to say it. Oh yeah, um, my first Twi'lek cosplay this year, purple. Also, right. really, the purple Lexu. Nice, yeah, yeah like purple Lexu. Yeah, yep. That's uh, that's your jam. All right, I like it. Um, last question: favorite affiliation? Ooh. Jedi, bounty hunters, Ewoks, Ewoks. Well, rebels. now that you throw in Ewoks, he's gonna be. He's gonna be well, Ewok I had to throw in Ewoks because Ewok, yeah, right. and, Ewok uh, bounty hunter, Ewok Rogue. movies. Yeah, if we if we're um, gonna throw in um, Ewoks, and we can go all over the place. Space pod pirates. racers. Can I are yeah. pod racers an affiliation? Absolutely. Any uh, that's what I mean. You know, like then any, I'm gonna go with out. pod racers. I all will right. definitely. All pick right, pod Ewok Rogue Pod Racer. I'm into that's it. it. That's it. That is our first pod racer for sure. Most people will go with like. Kind of those established. I love the pod. Race. What's the what's? I would say racing? resistance what's... normally, but like, okay. I love pod racing. I want a yeah. pod racing movie. I want like I'm I'm definitely stuck in the N64 era of Shadows of the Empire in <laughs> pod racing, and I will yes. not leave that era. And so I want all of that stuff to come back so bad. 
So those give me are, pod racing movie. Give me Shadows of the Empire. That's those are the most god-awful levels on any of the Lego Star Wars games, which, by the way, I'm not a yeah. gamer, but those are the only games I play. Those are just, oh, you got to keep doing the sir. <laughs> oh, you, you didn't go fast enough. You, you got to do it again. And then oh, when you go back to get past this, go one. back to get the mini kit, and then you got to be like, oh, this one's up here. And oh, God, it just, oh. The Your actual like, are just pod broken. racing game, though, like they re-released it for yeah. Switch and all new systems. Yeah. Yeah. Those later levels are intense. It is really good. Like I have the the replica Anakin Pod Racer helmet. I'll sit in my living room in my gaming chair, put the helmet on, and sit there and like play and be like, you know, in the middle of the night and just love it and just get this wrecked in the same courses. Yeah, yeah, it's it's <laughs> like the dorkiest, most fun I can possibly oh have. So, yeah. Affiliation levels are Pod Racer. I like that. So okay, what's th- that's the first time I've heard Pod Racer, so I got to dive into that. Uh, What's what's your like pod racer movie pitch? If you had like a uh, just oh, pitch the movie yeah. thunder, you need days of thunder. Oh man! Hey. But pod racing. All right, but like, not Tom, but not Tom Cruise. No, but not Tom Cruise. Not, I don't. I don't know. Not, who, it, not who his chance exactly, to Who exactly would play? But I want like shot in the same kind of style as Days of Thunder. But I want like just straight up racing movie. Give me that yeah. genre. But Star Wars. We're already with Andor experimenting and. A little bit different, you know. They're getting outside of the box, not just Jedi mm-hmm. and pew pew, whatever. It's right. a bit more serious. We got a different tone. Let's go a different direction too. Like, give me all the Star Wars, not just the same stuff over and over. Give me a racing movie. Nice, oh, yeah. just about pod like yeah. thing. Yep, good deal. I love that. And we we've been saying that I think for for quite a while now. Of you know, give us, um. Give us different, yeah, different movie. Charlie and I, we we want that Top Gun kind of uh, yeah. Rogue yeah. One, the X Wing movie that's supposed oh, to happen, kind of on hold. Yeah. Um, also, also not with really the, not with Tom Cruise, even though I also, tell you, <laughs> even though Ty, I mean, he can he can bring a billion dollar movie, so yeah, but still, no, yeah, this doesn't yeah. need to be his entry um, in Star Wars. Forget about it. So we want, I mean, but I, Top Gun I, Two I was my... pretty much Star Wars, anyways. Like it yeah. was basically yeah. the same. Yeah, the trench run, and the, the trench run, exactly. It was the same. Yeah, thing. and there was six meter <laughs> hole. Yeah, exactly, yep. or two meter hole. Yeah. Yep. So I think that Fast and Furious Eleven, they're just going to go in pod racing. You're going to get Vin Diesel just living his life one pod race mile at a time. <laughs> oh yep. my gosh! Family, oh, yeah. That's how it's. It's, it's all turn, about family. It's going to turn into Sharknado. Watch out. <laughs> Yeah, there's going to be dinosaurs, uh, and it's going to be in space. It's going to be crazy. I would watch that. Um, Written in crayon by a five-year-old. Watch out. That just sounds like dumb fun, man. That's uh, that's some good stuff. Uh, so I can't I can't not ask you about Galaxy's Edge. Oh yeah, because uh, that's a, a lot of kind of what you're you're known for. That's how I found you. That's my and jam. There's some yep. new stuff happening in Galaxy's Edge, especially out in the West Coast where you are. Yeah. Um, we already talked a little bit about the new pommels that just came out. Uh, there's been a few of those. We did that off air. Oh, so, that was off air, right? Yeah, so it was I do want to ask. The last, uh, the last video I watched was was the pommels, and there, there's some hilarious typos <laughs> on these. If you'd like to share uh, so, for anyone listening, yeah, for any listeners who maybe haven't been to Galaxy's Edge, there's a thing called Savi's Workshop where you can build lightsabers. And for the YouTube viewers, I'm showing one on camera. It's one of the newer ones, and they're these modular, you know, lightsabers that you've got. Uh, you've got switches, sleeves, pommels, and emitters, and you can switch out the pieces and build them. It's like 250 bucks now. It's really expensive. Mm-hmm. And you get a blade, you get the whole thing at a show. In the creature stall on Batu, they sell these little pommels that are like carvings of different creatures. They've got um, 
Banthas, Lothcats, Rancors, Convors. But a couple weeks back, they just released two new creature pommels that work with those lightsabers, Kowakian Monkey Lizard and a Crate Dragon. These are really cool, ornate carvings of the creatures that you can attach to the bottom of the lightsaber. And they have Arabesh engraved into the metal ring on the bottom. But this is the <laughs> second time they've had major mistakes. There's a butt. So back in, I want to say May the 4th, some, May of this last year, sometime this summer, they released yeah. a Bantha. And there was a major typo on the Bantha. It actually says Banth Buh. B-A-N-T-H-B. So not Bantha, B-A-N-T-H-B. And so it's like, how could that happen? This is Disney we're talking about. And they it was it was the best of times. It was the blurst of times. You stupid monkey, Mr. Burns. But they, they didn't learn from their mistake because the Kwakian monkey lizard actually says Crate Dragon in Arabesh on the back. And the Crate Dragon actually says Spider Monkey on the back. Not Monkey Lizard Good like boy. the other one. So it wasn't even a clean swap. It was a completely wrong word, Spider Monkey, on the back of the Crate Dragon. So I don't know if these are collector's Amazing. pieces, if they're going to fix them in the future or what, but... Right. I think it's hilarious oh when they do. Like, I love it. You had um, one. You had one job, buddy. Yeah, one buddy. job. Not only Somebody is it wrong, but it's wrong. That is, yeah, it's fantastic. Wrong. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just like double it's, wrong. Holy shit! It's it's wrong, wrong. <laughs> wow. Uh, and you you did mention so Savvy's workshop. So I my my saber original uh, from two oh, weeks after Galaxy's Edge open is is back there. Um, and so they've been nature. refreshed. You have a um, elemental nature, right? Yeah. Mm. So those the new ones haven't come out. What I've got on screen right. for the YouTube right. viewers, this is new protection and defense. These oh, just came amazing. out a couple weeks ago. So since 2019, when Galaxy's Edge opened, they've had the same four themes, and they still have the same four themes. But at Celebration this past year, they said they're going to refresh them. Mm-hmm. So as of right now, protection and defense is brand new pieces, and peace and justice are brand new pieces. We're waiting on power and control, and we're waiting on elemental nature to show up, which could happen any day now. Wow. So, Exciting. Yeah. yeah. So keep an eye on the Dano channel. Oh yeah. For more, because you always <laughs> I, need, I need to make a trip out there and get the new peace and justice. I don't have those yet, but I have all of the uh, protection and defense. Awesome. Awesome. Defense against the dark arts. I love it. (laughs) There you go. In addition to that, though, uh, recently Mandalorian and Grogu showed up at Galaxy's Edge, which is kind of a weird thing for me because Galaxy's Edge is supposed to be locked into a specific time. It's supposed Mm -hmm. to be this moment between episode eight and episode nine, which is why you have Kylo Ren walking around the way he is. Even that doesn't totally make sense because his helmet was destroyed after eight. But whatever, we let that right. go. He has his helmet yeah. and he's back on Batu. That's fine. But now they're introducing other characters. Earlier in the year, we got to see um, Boba Fett and Fennec Shan. Mm-hmm. And the way which, they explained it, it's weird. even though it's the wrong timeline, though, it's kind of funny because they're you yeah. know years, years earlier, but they're walking around Batu, And then maybe on the other side of the land, you've got Ray, who's from a completely different time zone walking around. Mm-hmm. And it kind of kills the immersion. But the way they explained it is... Imagine that when these characters show up, they're in their own little like story bubble. Like there's a little bubble of time that you're witnessing when you see them walking around the outpost, Boba Fett and Fennec, you're witnessing an old, older time. That's not the same time as the other land. That's kind of a weird way of thinking about it. That's very, uh, here here it comes. My Star Trek reference. That's very Star Trek. It's a a disruption in the space time continuum. Yes, absolutely. But they decided to run with it so they could allow Mandalorian and Grogu to show up. Right, right, which is so, you know, that's that's smart from a marketing standpoint. It is it is smart. Like as Insanely much as I, popular. Yeah. I love the Galaxy's Edge timeline where it is. I'm a, one of the few people who 
really likes that era right after last Jedi, but before rise of Skywalker, mm-hmm. like for me, that's my, that's one of my preferred timelines in star Wars. Yep. Uh, but this allows them to venture out and still give people who don't like that timeline, what they want with other characters. Right. So these are just the first two and it's only been since may. Mm. So who knows if that mm-hmm. opens the doors to others? We know Anakin visited, but to at some point Thrawn visited at some right. point in the books. So I wonder if maybe they make an appearance in the future. I don't know. Like if in they're playing own, with timelines in their own little time bubble. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? And Why I, not? Yeah. If, if you've played Vader immortal, uh, oh, yeah? or not Vader immortal, sorry. Um, the, the, the galaxy's, galaxy's edge, edge VR game. Yeah. Uh, sorry. The other, um, tales from the galaxy's edge, I think. Yeah. Right. Um, so that like that one, you actually do in that game, like you you explore in real time in the time that that's you know in the game, but you also talk to a bartender and he kind of recants these tales of the time where there was a Jedi there and Yoda had to come and save someone's ass, and yeah. there's the so it's it is kind of like if you've jumped in that VR game and enjoyed it that kind of explanation makes sense. And I didn't know that I, I actually wanted to ask you about that explanation. So that, that for me somehow makes it better. Cause it, it, it's I, like, I like, talking it to... like I can accept it now. I wasn't sure how they were going to pull that off, but once I heard that explanation, I was like, you know what? Okay. Okay. I'll allow right. it. You know, until, like, this makes sense until Boba Fett has a dance off with Kylo Ren. And but they're, the thing is, they're so good about keeping them separate. That's good. That's good. They'll never cross paths. Yeah. God, that's, that seems very Disney because, I mean, obviously oh, yeah. everyone's heard the stories about Disney, about how you know, the characters, you know, you can't take off your helmet if you're goofy. Even if you got to throw up, you just got to throw up inside the helmet. I mean, there's all <laughs> kinds of those crazy stories that go around, you know. And and- they used to be way better about it where, like, Mickey Mouse can't be in the parade and in his house in Toontown at the same time. Right. So if there's a parade going on, you will not be able to find Mickey. Like, they used to be way better about it. In the last decade or so, they've slipped a little bit more and gotten a little more lenient on some of the double appearances. But for the most part, especially with Galaxy's Edge, they're trying to stay really consistent on it. Gotcha. That's really cool. That's gotcha. really cool. Um, yeah, I, yeah. Geez, that that explanation does open up a ton of stuff. Like Doesn't you could it? realistically see Yoda and I think that the other character uh, was a Padawan created for the game, and mm-hmm. the name's escaping me. But it was a really cool mission. So you could realistically see that kind of happen or see her and it would make sense and be okay and wouldn't break canon technically i like it even though yeah that because that happened i think in in the game that happened back like prequel era yeah uh, yeah some some of that was like Like that was almost uh, high republic or something some of it yeah that was way back back. yoda yoda wasn't even like he was just a badass coming into that mission like he dropped down he was just like we're gonna clear shit out Um, (laughs) that was a that was a fun mission in that game um all right that's that's really cool i like that explanation that was that was something i was confused on so i'm glad we we cleared that up uh let's let's jump into some news fellas let's uh because we've we've got some interesting stuff that happened this week one thing in particular stood out to me so i wanted to get your opinions on this john caston just I uh, had this big interview uh, with, I think it was Variety. It could be someone else. Anyway. Hollywood Reporter says here, yeah. Hollywood Reporter. <clears throat> there go. Uh, so he said he thinks Solo would make a great Star Wars pre- special presentation. There's a lot more yes. that he said about like some yeah. errors that he made in, in Solo that he would like to go back and kind of retcon, recorrect kind of thing. And, right. Um, 
anyway, so this is partially him wanting to re, you know, uh, make up for those mistakes, but he also thinks that it would just uh, solo would make a great special presentation for star Wars, similar to werewolf by night or no, the right. guardians of the galaxy Christmas special, which are condensed into about an hour. So right. Like movie or, or series if, or whatever. If you put the two of them together, which Todd and I were particularly proud of this once upon a werewolf. Ooh, I like that. that is I loved it. My it new good. favorite way to watch that. I'm what's Bono that Wolf? For sure. <laughs> uh, that's fantastic. Um, <laughs> so, what do you guys think? Do you think this format could work? Have you been impressed with what Marvel has done so far? Do you think? Man, I mean, uh, Once Upon a Werewolf or Werewolf by Night was was spectacular, and I, I found the Guardians seem to be. I'm, Mark, I know you're crazy about it. I found it to be maybe a little too goofy, but still it was a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, little bite-sized deals where you're just like, it's a fun story. In this case, you've got, you know, you solo set it up and, you know, for hook or by crook, you know, it's like a, you'll, you'll hear when uh, SFU drops this week, which it'll be out by the time you're listening to this, um, Todd decided to um, make war with Ron Howard and said some kind of bad stuff about Ron <laughs> Howard and his ability to do genre films. Because uh, we were talking, we were talking about Solo because we were we were reviewing the trailer of the Cocaine Bear, which Alden Iron the guy who played on Solo, Alden Ironreich was uh, is is in the trailer. Um, I enjoyed Solo very much. You know, I mean, it has a very tainted history, but it was cool, and I thought he did a great job and. I think this, I would love to, to revisit this and even some of the stuff that the John Kasdan says uh, in this about Kira and wanting to make her the, the ultimate black widow of the star Wars universe. Um, mm -hmm. I think it'd be spectacular. I'm, I'm very, very interested in revisiting solo, particularly with, you know, Donald Glover's turn as Lando is absolutely fantastic. So yeah, I'm all, I'm all for it. Absolutely. Dana. So, I think this is really interesting to try that format, the TV show, but not a full series kind of format. Yeah. I, I feel two ways about it. Yes. I want to see star Wars do that. Cause I think it worked well with Marvel, but I feel like for solo two, I want a full movie. You know, I don't, I don't know that, yeah. that I want just a featurette, like an hour long. So right. it could work if it's the right story. And I know mm -hmm. I would probably still want more after that. Part of me yeah. wants a full meal instead of just a snack. Right. You know? And especially so, with especially with such an iconic character, because when you look at Werewolf by Night, nobody knew it, no, nobody knows anything about Jack Russell. He's part of the Marvel horror line from the 70s. Very, very fringe, very inside baseball. So bringing him out the way that they did worked out just fine. Um, with the Guardians, they, they made it a, a super spoof, but they made it, it they definitely made it low budget because they had one standing set oh, and a, okay. a, a few special effects. And then they filmed on, on you know, uh, on location in L.A. at night um, and they made it just about Mantis and Drax. So it's just that seemed, it was very low budget, very well, tongue wore a shirt. You know, yeah, uh, Drax is wearing a shirt the whole time, which is right. like well, you cut kind down of putting, but it's like just you know, save the makeup time and just, yeah, like, cut, cut down on that makeup budget. So you're right it, that in some ways that really doesn't serve continuing a feature film in yeah, that I mean, way. Either yeah. way, I want more. Like so, right. initially when Solo came out, I liked it, didn't love it, but mm -hmm. it's grown on me a lot over the. I years. agree. I agree. Because watches it really grew on me a ton. 
And I know I've had it on. That's been a background piece for me. It's been on a lot. So I've heard it and played it over. Woody Harrelson Absolutely. was great in that movie uh, as Hans, you know, mentor who in the end tries to kill him. Uh, great mentor. I mean, I have a mentor in my career. The guy never tried to kill me. So I guess I'm pretty grateful about yet. that. Uh, yet. yet. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Yet. <laughs> you're absolutely right. So, um, yeah, you're right. It's I definitely want to see more. Could could it could this be a way that Disney tests the waters with that cast of characters? So, yeah, if that's the be, only because the film was solo, perceived as being not successful. Exactly. So yeah, if that's yeah. the only way we get more solo, then yeah, I'll take it absolutely. Yeah. But I would prefer a feature length film. Right. But if that's it. If this is the only way to get it done. Right then let's let's whet our appetites with this and then maybe we get a more full story later down the road if this is successful right i mean right now mar uh, star wars isn't doing anything cinematically there's like no. it could be a thing maybe it'll be this thing kevin feige's yeah. talking about this thing blah 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 this thing or that thing yeah, it's just like okay fine star wars you know don't mm -hmm. quit, you know quit uh quit breaking my heart stop promising you know don't threaten me with a good time star wars i uh <laughs> I, I agree with with you, Dano. Like I, yeah. If if they can justify a full movie for something, I want to see that. If they can justify a full series, cool. But if that's the only way, a one hour special, one off kind of thing. If that's the only way, something's going to get made or something's going to continue. Like yeah, let's go. Or if there's a good enough story that's doesn't need to be expanded, and I I yeah. think yeah. There's a that lot could be done. Of, that could be done in the solo too, or in the solo era. Like yeah. you could just tell a fun, quick adventure. Right. I, I honestly, this is probably going to get me a little bit canceled by some of the star Wars fandom. Sure. Oh <laughs> I think, uh -oh. no, I think the season, the first season of Andor could have been condensed. I thought there was a lot of, Oh yeah. Yes, kind of time. stuff. And it, okay. I don't know if it can be condensed down to an hour long special in this same way, mm -hmm. I think that may have cut too much out. Right. But, but I a, put a six part miniseries, you know, the right. other, you I, know, which is funny because that's where Boba Fett failed. They couldn't even get eight episodes out of it. Mandalorian right. had to come in and back him up. It was like the it was like the Simpsons <laughs> spinoff showcase, you know? <laughs> yeah. So I, I think I think a lot of times like Star Wars is still doing those same kind of mistakes of like they they make a decision and then have to cope with it kind of like the the sequels and i i like the sequels but they didn't have a plan going in they let everyone right. kind of do this yeah. and to varying degrees of success nobody's and driving a car yeah i think sometimes with these shows they say yeah the show's going to be eight episodes cool what are we going to fill that with yeah. and it, uh, it, they, and then they write a story right. that that should have been five episodes but they're still like nah fuck it we budget it for eight so that's what we're doing and you know boba fett could have probably been a special or a two hour you know, or th three or four episode drop and cut out right. some of that fat and right. like there's there's not a single star wars thing that has been i i think maybe aside from like some of the mando stuff i guess that that I felt like right. every yeah. single thing had to be there, right? But even I'm Mando, sure it, it it's been a while it, since yeah. I watched Mando. I'm sure it's 
it's there that I could go there's, back and watch some fluff in there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And we're, I'm sure we'll go back and, and maybe even before Mando comes on in February, we'll do a little Mando big wrap up. But yeah. yeah, if you go back and watch like, you know, oh, the frog lady part of it was kind of super, you know, right. you know, was kind of superfluous. Or when he meets Bo-Katan, he's like, well, we'll help you out. But first, you got to do this thing that might get you killed. And it's there's blah, always blah. that. Yeah. yeah. And there, and there were like three or four or inst- instances of that. Like, you know, when he hooked up with all the mercs and they rescued, you know, Bill Burr was in it. And they rescued it. Exactly. Like, yeah. yeah. That was just like, oh, okay. Like the number one fluff episode. It was a good episode. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. But it wasn't necessary yeah. to his overall yeah. story arc. So, yeah. yeah. For sure. Um, I did love that Bill Burr redemption. Yeah. Oh, no, but see, so that was nice too, though, is right. Because yeah. of that episode, they did make it pay off later in season two. Yeah. Right. So it yeah. did work out in the long run. But it Which maybe, maybe, and we're going to talk about the wrap up of Andor. Maybe Andor mm-hmm. will end up kind of being the same thing. Maybe some of the things yeah. that were like that we slept on are going to be like, oh, well, gosh, now this thing is an okay and it'll all pay off. But that's yeah. a, that's a, that's a risky, risky way to play it. But it's Star Wars and people are still watching. So they're like, hey, what are you going to do? What are you going to do about it? Your podcast just became an official Dano channel. Thing. Oh, I had a bunch of boxes just fall over right now. I oh. saw something move and, and fall in the background. I don't I wasn't know sure like, what it was. It's not. Well, it's a bunch of boxes. It's fine. Oh, right. Nothing major, but that's, that's good. Nothing breakable. Now. We're we're good. Hey, we're You're official. official. Right. The, the, right. the, the, the force Tell is us. in motion. All right. Well, Mark, before we move on, should I talk a little bit about the thing that I should talk about? You definitely should. Oh my goodness, friends. Please support Secret Friends Unite as uh, you can visit our delightful sponsor, Manscaped. The best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. And at the holidays, join over 6 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code SFU at manscaped.com. Mark, as you know, I don't love math, but this one was easy enough for me. That's about 12 million balls, plus you, me, and Todd. And as Todd pointed out, he shaves his head. So that's 12 million and seven. 12 million and seven. 12 million and seven (laughs) balls. His head being half of a ball. Um, Absolutely, yeah. But yeah, it's, no, uh, I've been I've been loving this product. I just recently used the uh, used the ear, you know, the nose ear trimmer, and that thing is so effortless. You don't feel just a little yeah. bit in the ear. No, oh. no rips and tears with that. I love it. Yeah, the, it's uh, it's good yeah. stuff. I'm thinking about getting that for my getting that for my old man for Christmas. But I better jump mm-hmm. on. I, I better not sleep on that because it's already December five. But yeah, yes. great uh, great product, and a lot of people in the Secret Friends world uh, have been taking advantage of this. So now is the time again. Manscape.com to and the code SFU to get your twenty percent discount. And thank you to Manscape. Yeah, and for our Canadian listeners, Manscape.ca works just as well. You still get the twenty percent off and. For our female listeners, there's been some great stuff. Manscaped wrote, released some articles. I've had a couple of people message me and say, like, it's called Manscaped. Does it still work for women? Yes. Uh, they've yes. compared it to Fair. other, uh, they've compared it to other, you know, razors and, and things meant for that, that kind of area. And they, they said, you know, if, if something's delicate, you know, and built for, for that kind of precision uh, for, for men, uh, it, it can also work for women. So, uh, the, you know, it, it's highly recommended for whatever gender you identify as. Yes. Um, it, they, they can help you out despite the name being manscaped. Yes. It's, it's, uh, more like people scaped. So it takes, don't be afraid. 
takes take care of the hairy places. Make exactly. it exactly. There you go. You uh, so take advantage of that code. That's SFU at manscaped.com. Thanks, Joe. You got it. Yeah. All righty, gentlemen, let's jump in to the big stuff. We have not talked about episode 12 for Andor as of yet. And uh, so I, I wanted to kind of give our thoughts about that final episode and then how you felt overall about the characters. But let's let's go episode 12 first. A uh, lot happened here. Yeah. This was this was a yeah. lot. Dano, you just said you're you're super high on Andor. Let's start with you. What were your thoughts on this episode first? And then we'll get into the the season or the yeah, the series in general. So this episode was this really like it was the culmination of everything that we've been building up for, right? Like they they landed yeah. this episode really well. You never know how a series is or a season is gonna like land. And they brought everybody together. We're back on Ferrix. You've got literally everybody there. Mm-hmm. Andor's back. Yeah. Marva, unfortunately, is dead. We're there for her funeral. But B2's there. Brasso's there, of course. Gotta love Brasso. Mm-hmm. Um, Luthen's there to kill Cassian, of all things. Like, mm-hmm. everyone except for Mon Mothma, because she doesn't need to be there yet. But we still touched on her story. and got, like, mm-hmm. got a little bit of everything. And so this was a very, very tense episode. And with it being the funeral and the whole marching band, this song building in that they're doing, they're leading up to it. Quick aside, did you realize that the song that they're playing is in episode one of Andor? When you start the show and they show the logo for Andor, that song they're playing is the song the marching band's playing. What? It goes full circle. Oh. It goes full circle. That song and that song, even because I, I watched it just before we got mm-hmm. on here, just absolutely reminded me of that sad. Uh, song they were singing in the chapel in Titanic about you know our our lives peril on the sea. I'm like, yeah, oh my gosh, yeah, wow. yeah. I know it's yeah the saddest marching they, band of they all time. Let us know in episode one though, like with that oh, song. Yeah. That wow. was the the very first thing we hear of the show is that song, and that's wow. how we kind of end this this yeah, season is with that. And it was just it was a really intense episode, like all of the the tension. So I've been hosting watch parties every Tuesday night. We start at 11 o'clock my time because it happens at midnight. So we hang out for an hour. And then as soon as the episode drops, everyone in my uh, my chat lets me know. And we all sync up and we click at the same time and we watch Ooh, cool. together. And it's been a, like it's been a fun ride. But you can just like see in the chat. Everybody's tension. Everybody's tense. We're mm-hmm. all like I literally throughout this show have gotten chills more times than I have in any other Star Wars. Like down the back mm-hmm. of my neck actual chills in this show more than any other star wars property and it's it's just the way tony gilroy nailed this tension and being able to just weave this story from the beginning there are a couple things overall that i didn't that i think we'll we'll get into it in a little bit i think but there were a couple things from the very beginning that didn't get touched up on that i thought maybe we should or we would Mm -hmm. but overall this episode was just really it was good. It was it was a good wrap up. It was the the first yeah. season was this education of Cassian Andor. Mm-hmm, it was yeah. the it was it was him, you know, like that. It was his little chunk of story where he went from not caring about the rebellion to being kill me or bring me in or you know like yeah. it, mm-hmm. it, that it line was so great. Oh, mm-hmm. It was so good, and so that's what this whole season was. Everything from the eye. The whole the his the intro with the eye and him learning about Nemec and his manifesto and just this slow mm-hmm. like 
it, I feel like the, the whole season was this slow pulsing of everything just getting more and more intense as we went on. Then we get to the prison and that's more intense. And then we get mm-hmm. to this very end and it's just this big giant pulsating buildup. And now we have this like pressure of, okay, well, Cassian's in. Cassian's yeah. in. Then this is, right. And then what is season two going to bring us? So I'm just. <sighs> that's, yeah. that's what's the wildest at all is, is thinking that this set us on a course of, I think of more promise than anything else. You know, yeah. definitely a, a promise of what's come. Yes, it did take us a long time to evolve through this. And you're right, this episode is great because it did bring everybody together. And even though Marvel was there in spirit, she also got to be there physically because the guy carrying the brick just starts beating the shit out of those riot <laughs> troopers. So Beautiful. she really did get to fight the Empire in yeah. physical form. Um, but it was just all oh, the action in that just to, to see how that tense population exploded and it was funny as her speech started to turn and as the the the, the uh, imperial commandant takes off his cloak and throws it over the droid and kicks it you know but enough time for her to say fight the empire and he kicks the poor bebo over and that's when that guy goes bam oh just rampage it was satisfying oh. it was so Have satisfying you heard the original line yes. for that yeah, F the it Empire. Was not, it was not fight. Yeah, it was it yeah. was uh, a different F word. Yeah. And uh, they wouldn't, obviously, you know, Disney wouldn't let them go that far. But like, right. holy, like that's. They went for <clears> it. <throat> they went for it. To though. me, they went for it. Yeah, that right. was, you know, that was the mindset that they were going in with this. And that just tells you kind of like how they were writing this show. Right. Yeah. What they were writing this show for, you know, um, it, and that. Like just even reading that made me appreciate this whole series more, but this episode especially of like, right? That is the feeling, like rage against the machine, Absolutely. go nuts. Just this is what we're here for. And, right? and while yeah, on I, one I, hand it it didn't feel super Star Wars, like if you go back to A New Hope, it wasn't like as goofy. Or, you know, like his joke, it was a very serious show. There oh were not gosh, a lot yeah. of laughs in this show. Nobody, nobody was having fun no. anywhere in this it was show the most at all. serious Star Wars we have ever gotten. But it was also yeah. very, very Star Wars in that way of mm-hmm. like, no, this was about the rebellion. We're watching the rebellion mm-hmm. happen in a bunch of different ways throughout the show. Whether mm-hmm. it's first with the, um, the eye, you know, the Aldani, that mm-hmm. little small thing happening. To seeing these people in the prison later it's a little bit bigger, but they're learning that like, look, the empire has got them to a point where they have no choice. And it's a mm-hmm. small rebellion of a couple, you know, thousand people in that one prison. Mm-hmm. And then we get to another citywide rebellion. It's a little bit bigger now. Right. And so it's, like I said, it's this pulsating, like little, you see the kids in the very beginning when cat, those flashbacks, when Cassian's younger, that's right. their own small little rebellion. And so it's right. these, this whole sh- season has been these little flashes of how rebellions get built by people being forced into these like uncompromising positions where you can't like you have no choice you have no choice but to fight or die Mm -hmm. like and by an extension uh, over to rogue one where you get Jin urso who's also living this kind of hand-to-mouth lifestyle gets co-opted by the rebellion and she's like well i guess i can get this or they're gonna you know they're gonna kick me off the edge of the masasi temple or whatever uh and at the end you know she becomes so polarized by everything she gives that roaring speech not even not only in the you know the control center at the temple but then also 
on the Rogue One ship before they land. I man with a spear and you know you can yeah. kill a hundred people in a I, whatever. I'm forgetting the speech, but you know what I'm talking about. It's very rousing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're right. So it's yeah, it's somebody who in the beginning is like, man, I don't give a shit. To you know, you know, let's let's f the you know f the Empire, f the mm-hmm. Empire. And what's interesting, and when you bring up um, Jin Erso, she has a similar arc to Cassian. Mm-hmm. What made Jin Erso mm-hmm. turn? Her dad got killed by the Empire. Right. What really made Cassian turn? Losing Marva. Yeah, like right? that was the last straw of all of this. Was like losing Marva, and he's like, "All right, no, I'm I'm in in now." It was the prison and, and, for a, a larger extent, right. but like Marva was the final the final hit. And yeah, and and, and, it, the, and that was her final wish F the Empire. And he yeah. he heard that, and everybody heard it. How great was it? <laughs> To see the to see the the, the clock tower guy drop kick oh, that stormtrooper. Yeah. I mean, that, I that, that could, could, have style. The, could have been the greatest visual in the episode. It's, just it's like guys coming up. I was up. just gonna say oh. my favorite character moment, and that's I was gonna ask you guys like, what's your favorite moments or oh, yeah. bits and pieces? Like that was just hands that down. Kick. And I we had commented on that guy, and it was just kind of this cool world building of this like dude. But they stuck on him so long that I was like, he's got to come back. He's got to. Yeah, they got to go. And it was just. Like come right. back for a kick and like you know rousing everyone right. up during that procession, but uh, yeah, man, what what a payoff! Yeah, uh, even if it was very kind of simple with that that kick. But um, what were there any other moments that stood out for you guys? Moments, I, scenes, characters. I've anything? got one, and it's it's plenty creepy, and it's funny. I said it to April when we first watched, and I did it when just now with um, with Miro, who is the most buttoned-up, lizard-faced woman I think I've ever seen, and creepy mama's boy guy. I'm drawing a blank on his name. Cyril. Uh, Cyril. Cyril. When he rescues her, and she's hyperventilating, she's like, I think I should say sorry. He's like, oh, you don't have to. I'm like, are they just going to fucking kiss now? Or did they cut away from it because then they just, in a moment of panic, started doing it i don't know it was just like i think they wanted us all to feel that they wanted us all to feel confused and i I know there's no there's no sex in star wars because there was sex in this between bix and the guy who slowed casting out and then he got killed so to have sex in star wars means you die i mean let's look at it you know leia or padme i mean sex is not good for being like a, a horror movie star wars character exactly <laughs> you have sex you die um so yeah that was i'm like so obviously cyril's going to show up in the next season is they're going to be boyfriend and girlfriend in a very toxic empire relationship i don't know something's going to happen with him because she's like huh? Ooh, she's all breathless and stuff and i'm like did this turn into a thing because I, I, I feel like, like there's two thing. ways about the cyril daedra thing she's either going to give him a job and he's going to be like awesome and love it or she's going to burn him again and it mm-hmm. might be the last straw for him where he's like the empire keeps screwing me over all i want right. to do is help and they keep pushing me down and pushing me away right. and eventually he's going to break and join the rebellion maybe mm-hmm. i could see that arc happening cuz they've done it before with agent right. callus and rebels right. but i feel like it's a little too predictable so i don't right. know I feel like it's right. either it's either she gives him a job because she does not like him. I don't think anybody likes right. him. No, <laughs> right. yeah. no, yeah. That's, that was that was why Todd said he quit watching. I was like, I couldn't deal with the the weasel guy and his mother. It was just like I didn't want to yeah. watch that. And that's it. Like, unlike Callus, like I don't want to root for this guy at all. I don't want him right. to join the rebellion. Yeah, don't. I don't. Right. Think, yeah, 
I just want him to kind of get you get redeemed, sir. And just like to quote, uh, he from, doesn't get a happy ending. He doesn't get redeemed. Yeah, I don't want no. him to kiss anyone or have fun. Right. I just, it's like just from 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 Clerks, the line from Dante to Randall. I suddenly want something very bad to happen to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel that. I feel that. Uh, so, okay, uh, Dano, I think you, you brought up something kind of interesting. Is this series kind of you mentioned that Andor has a very similar arc or similar reason for joining the rebellion as as Jin does, and we yeah. saw her entire arc succinctly told within a two two and a half hour long movie. Mm-hmm. what as a as a series overall um do you feel like it was justified for andor or do you think it could have been condensed down how do you guys feel because i'm for me personally i'm still wondering i think i have to rewatch it all start to finish without the week in between and that's uh, what that, that's what my wife april said too no. she's just like yeah you know i'm like babe people are saying this is like the best star wars of all time she's like is it I, though? Because I just I don't know. Because it's kind yeah. of dragged ass, and but should I watch it all again? But I'm like, yeah, it's, it's twelve hours though. This is the longest mm. episodic uh, live action thing that we've had so far. Correct, yeah. Live action um, that we've had so far. Obviously, the Clone Wars ran for years and years, and it was you know little half hour episodes, or whatever it is. So it's really not an apt comparison. But what? Yeah, was this too long? Because did they do? well with what they had where Boba Fett had less and managed to, in my opinion, royally screw it up because it was a lot of wasted time. I'm, I'm just not sure. I feel like I, you know, I'm, I'm a, uh, along the same track as you. Like it's, yeah. it's, it's due for a rewatch to really decide if it was, mm-hmm. if they, you know, kind of, if the juice gets the squeeze, if they really got and, the best out of it that they could. And I, I like a more serious tone for star wars but i don't want that to be what star wars becomes right and i think uh absolutely i i think looking at like you know comic book movies you see dc trying for years to replicate yeah dark knight and and Mm -hmm. uh, kind of serious uh itself uh to the point where you know it it kind of just stopped being uh effective for them And then you see Marvel who can do very serious stuff. I just finished watching civil war and like that just mm-hmm. takes your breath away every single time. And you just, mm-hmm. you don't know who to root for. You don't know who to feel sorry for at the end. You just feel like crying for everyone and right. getting a shower in your clothes. And it's Everybody, just, everybody's life sucks now. That's the yeah. end of that movie. And, and, and they can do that, but I can also have Ant-Man and Spider-Man flipping off one liners while they fight everyone. Right. Um, so Marvel never really loses that bit of brevity and i think Mm -hmm. we saw dc lose that we've seen them make some strides and you know stumble here and there whatever one step forward two steps back yeah um through one fault or another but anyway uh i you know i think if all star wars starts to go this way it's just gonna be right it's it's gonna it's serious it's gonna turn into zack snyder star wars is what i don't think it will to appreciate it i don't imagine that it will i think they've they've kind of found that hopefully if I'm right about this, they are dabbling in different genres and they're trying different things, but they're not going to make it all this Boba Fett. Like you brought up for all of its mistakes and whatever, it was a kid's show. It's a goofy kid's show. It's not like it works. If you're a kid who's just like, no, I want to see Boba Fett do silly stuff and whatever. It's a kid's show. 
in in that sense like mm-hmm. okay it's a live action star wars kids show cool this yep. is more serious it's more that's way more subtle every mm-hmm. line of dialogue yeah. was not wasted like there is subtlety and double speak and nuance mm-hmm. in this entire show every single minute has something to it so it's yep. just a different style and i don't i don't I agree with you. I don't think Star Wars should become just this. Like, I don't want the next movie to be all this. But I think for what it was for this one season, and probably the next season, if it's going to carry the same tone, I think it worked. I think it worked well. And I think Star Wars is going to do good by itself to do that and give the adults or the more more mature mind something to digest. But also at the same time, give us that that goofy shit. Like, you know, give us give us. You know, give it, yeah. give us all of it. Like Star Wars doesn't yeah. have to be one thing. It, it's a huge galaxy. It can be so many different. Like I said earlier, right. I want that Days of Thunder style racing movie. Give me a racing movie. It doesn't need to be mm-hmm. super serious. It doesn't need to be like super goofy. But like, I want a racing style movie. I want. Give me Spinal Tap about figuring Dan and the modal notes. <laughs> you know, like give me. It, it could give be none more black. And and <laughs> Rogue One, which is attached to Andor. That was a heist right. movie. That was the first time we really yeah. had a right. heist style film. And that was something completely different. There wasn't a whole lot of force. There wasn't lightsabers. There was Vader right. had his lightsaber, but whatever. For the most part, there the, wasn't. The best Vader, the best Vadering that ever Vadered happened in yeah. those three minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two it wasn't minutes. even three minutes. It was like 30 seconds. If yeah. if 30 yeah. seconds. It was very yeah. brief. Mm-hmm. Uh, but still, it was a different kind of movie. And I like I I very much love that they're trying this stuff. I think it's cool that they're doing different things, but I, I'm not worried at all that Star Wars is going to become just this. And I don't yeah. want it to be as much as I love it. I don't want it to be just this either. Right. And and I think I think they're aware of that. I think they're maybe testing the waters. Like, well, what works? What can we try within this galaxy? We can we can do the silly Jedi game show on YouTube with, uh, you know, where they did yeah, it was like I, Legends I, I, of the I, Hidden I, Temple. Yeah. But yeah. We, yeah, with Ahmed Best, Ahmed Best like yeah. we can do yeah. that kind of stuff with Star Wars. We can do a kids show just about creatures. We can do Boba Fett, which is live action but a bit more goofy. But then mm-hmm. we can do something that brings everybody, like Mando. So it's for you know the kids. You know, everybody's here for it. Then we can also mm-hmm. do something serious and right. nuanced and like more HBO drama style, like Andor. Yeah, very much yeah. so. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. And so I think there's room um, for all of it, and it's okay yeah. that it's not going to land with everybody. Because it won't. Yeah. It absolutely and, won't. And there, there were, I, I enjoyed the show. It was not my favorite bit of Star Wars, um, but I enjoyed it, especially as it continued on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought the slow start, you know, it was it was a little like I, I stuck with it, but I, I stick by. I think I would have preferred watching this kind of right. not so all at once. One, one thing I said, hours, like during my watch parties, I think it was around episode four or five. It was mm-hmm. within like the second week because they got three episodes right off the bat. Yeah, it was yeah. around the second or third week in. I had this thought of this show is going to be so much better for people who waited. Right. Once yeah. people can sit and binge and don't have to wait week to week, this yeah. is a very bingeable nonstop show. And it's mm-hmm. going to be so much more enjoyable that way. As much as I enjoyed it week to week, mm-hmm. it is a very bingeable. Just give it all one. Give it your whole Saturday or whatever. Like yeah. go all, all <laughs> yeah. 12 hours. Like, yeah, right. On one side, like, go for it. But it is very much a bingeable show. And I think yeah. if people waited and didn't watch it yet, they're probably going to like it and enjoy it a little bit more than we did watching it week to week. Just because That's so weird because Netflix 
is the service that still will do that. Like here's 10 yeah. episodes of Wednesday, you know, which and we that doesn't always work. One. It's not you know, always a good yeah. idea. But Disney, yeah. Disney just won't. It's not their thing. So, but would that have been preferential for this? Or are they so, you know, it seems that they're so, you know, if you're worried that streaming services are potentially so desperate, oh my God, we're going to lose people month to month. I mean, for the big services, we're signed up, you know, for, you know, Paramount Plus. For sign- I'll always say Paramount Plus. They have all the Star Treks. We'll always have that for a year at a time. Or, you know, Disney will always have Disney because they'll always have something or Hulu or what, you know, we did the bundle. So are they that worried that people are just like, oh, I like Star Wars, but I'm going to sign up and then I'm going to cancel. I just, there are different consumers that take things in in different ways. I feel like it might be better to just simply reward people with giving them the best experience possible and not not necessarily worrying about losing people. I I don't know. I I think that depends on the story. Yeah. Normally, yeah. like, but normally I agree with the week, to week model. I think that works yeah. so much better for most stories. And then you keep it relevant. Your show's relevant for months instead yeah. of for like two right. weeks. And this so that's like Netflix failing sometimes is like they'll release this really good show and we talk about it for a week and a half and then that's it and it fizzles out. It was yeah. good, but if they released it week to week, we would have talked about it for much longer. Right. And that's been some of Disney's success, especially with Mandalorian. Is we're talking about it for months and months, and it's got this hype built around it. So I I understand their week to week model, but I do think a show like Andor is going to benefit. Like it's it's just the type of story, the way it's done, the way it's shot, that build up those cliffhangers at the end where you you're left like, oh my god, what is going to happen to Mon Mothma next? What's 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 the situation with her daughter? What about Davo? You know that kind of stuff. Is you this type of show, this espionage, this type of thing is kind of meant for a binge model. And so right. this is the exception. Normally I would say, no, no, week it's, to week is the way to go. But that's maybe very true. one it time does. it yeah. works a little bit better to be able to binge this. Yeah. Even even binging sections at a time. Where you yeah, three say, episodes you know, the or whatever. The way three did episodes or four episodes of this, you know, that's one ripple. Mm-hmm. Uh, or one one pebble dropped and causing a ripple. The next right. pebble that drops, you know, is yeah. the, the there's next like four arcs two in the show. Three episodes, right? Yeah, there's a yeah. few arcs, right? So, so it could have been it could have been a month. Knows. Yeah, it could have been a month instead of that would have been months. cool. Yeah. I would actually really would have enjoyed that. That would have been a really cool way to do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Try to watch this in a few different ways because I liked it, but I thought there were pacing issues. So I really want to watch this in in some chunks at a time or something. Um. Moving on, what one thing first? I guess this this is going to be like two and one. Let's go. Are you excited for season two? And going into season two, what would you have learned? I think we just discussed like what, if anything, we could change. You know that that binge. Is there anything else that you would learn from season one if you were in charge that you take for season two and 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 go forward? Season two is going to be wild. Yeah, because yeah. We're, we're doing multiple years, like every two right. or three episodes, instead of right. being like yeah. a moment, that's a whole year covered right. in two or three episodes next mm-hmm. season. So it's right. going to be faster paced. It's going to be more intense, faster and more intense, as, as George might say. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and, and, a lot, and a lot more will happen because of that, because it'll be like, all right, well, this is the year and bang, bang. This is this mission and it's spun off of this. And then maybe it leaves you on a cliffhanger. That even week to week, you're going to be like, oh, what? And then it'll pick up and you'll have to get, you know, they'll have to recap what happened. Like, you know, uh, Joe Blow got shot at the end of episode three and does he make it? And then episode four starts and you still don't 
know if he's alive and then maybe he shows up at the and he becomes a bounty hunter and he shows up at the end of it and like i'm a bad guy now and you know what i mean so yeah. um yeah but yeah you're right that the, the the necessity to pick up the pace and to have every minute you know to do the rick mccollum oh man there's so much stuff happening in every shot there's so much going on <laughs> you know it's going to become it's going to become rick mccollum central and plus george is faster and more intense <laughs> it might be too, it'll be it'll be more than you can handle yeah it's going to be a very intense season yeah so daniel if you want to continue oh the, sure so yeah. i don't like i honestly don't know what we're going to see we're going to get him built up until we meet him in rogue one so we're going to get a k2so right yeah. like we we got a little mm-hmm. bit of tease mm-hmm. two droids in this season mm-hmm. but we're going to actually see him meet k2so at some point Mm-hmm. And we're going to see his further involvement in the rebellion with Luthen, which Luthen yeah. throughout this whole first season has been the most amazing character to me. Right. The his speech. ability. Oh, his speech. Oh, I've made yeah. my mind a sunless place. Like all, all of that yeah. stuff is going to stick with okay. me forever. Like I, I love that speech hit so hard. There were so many speeches in that one episode that hit Best hard. monologue of, of all of Star That was Wars. No Way Out, like right? That. that was the episode No Way Out. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, and Andy Circus gave a great speech. Like that whole episode right. had like three or four really good monologues that were like, "Oh, yeah. wow. there was no way out of a great speech." That was the episode. And, that was really what was going on. And so I think I think we're going to get that same level of writing, that same level of storytelling, but again, faster and more intense. All right. So exactly. I'm really, really looking forward to season two because they're just going to hit us. I think I think we're going to just like not be able to breathe watching right. season two if they've if they're if this like telescoping nature of the show where like it starts right. out slow and it really does gradually get faster to by the end where at this last episode we're like okay this is really going like right and so i think next season's going to be even faster until we get this lead up right into rogue one oh yeah, my goodness for sure wow wow so with with that is there anything that you would take and change from season or do you think that it's it's going to do that on its own by necessity of being that time jump kind of intensity. I, I wouldn't yeah, change. I think much, so. Honestly, yeah. no, I don't think okay. I would. I think season two, like when the whole project's done and I like that it's just two seasons, they've nailed it out. Yeah. They're like, no, this is what the right. story needs to be. That's what it's going to be. We don't need to try to milk this thing for more. They're servicing story, not money, you know, like, yeah. and so that, and it shows and so I, th- I think we're going to end up with this beautiful project at the end that we're mm-hmm. a lot of us who like really enjoy this kind of stuff and then really taking the nuance of it are going to look back and say, that was a really freaking cool Star Wars story they told us. Right. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. No, I think, I, I think I think again, we've set the course uh, to the point where there won't be such similarities between a slower burn of season one where people are like, get on with it. You know, even in the beginning, yeah. we were like, oh, the first three episodes, I mean, that's why they released them all at once because they just dragged. You, you know, kind of like, needed it. it. You needed to get, yeah. you needed to learn the show. They needed to teach yeah. us what this is. One episode right. wouldn't and, have done that. And now that they've done that, you know, you're going from, you know, you're kicking the training wheels off and, 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 and you know, you're going from riding your two-speed to riding a Harley, you know, yeah. and, and it's just going to be, they're going to be snapping necks and writing checks. It's going to be unstoppable. So, yeah, uh, and we don't know this show did have some simultaneous production. So is, you know, season two underway? Is it done? Do we know when we're going to get it? I, okay. I want to say they started production within the last month, um, okay. which means we're at least 
two years out. Like they're going to be filming now yeah. until what, two or three months from now, right. spend a lot of that working on it in post. And then we're probably going to get it 2024, late 2024, right. I would imagine. Right. Right. So um, just like this. Exactly. Yeah. One thing I did want to mention that I think I might change what happened to the whole storyline with Cassian's sister. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. That was, that was, um, that was a, that that's was the only thread that didn't get tied up yeah. at the end. That, what? Like, hopefully we yeah. get that in season two. A little something more because that's where the episode or those seasons started was yeah, him going sure, to that brothel looking for who we think is his right. sister. What and that never really got addressed in the game. I thought it might because in the recap right. for the last episode, they mentioned it briefly in the recap. They showed that clip right. from episode one mm-hmm. and they never really touched on it. So that's the only thing. If that's you're asking like, what I would yeah. change, give me yeah. a little something more on that. Right. A little bit more of a taste. Yeah. No, I because, agree. And, and that was. That was something that stuck out for me where now we see Andor of, you know, let me into the rebellion or shoot me, train me, do this kind of stuff. So it's like, okay, well, if if he's jumping all in to the rebellion, is he giving up on his sister? Is that watch his sister's part of the empire or something weird? Like, you know, like it's going to be one of those, what a twist. I'm I'm sure they'll address it, but right now it just, for me, it's like, okay, if that's, you've lost your your adoptive father your mother uh your sister's out there somewhere and you were so hell-bent on finding her that you ended up shooting two guys in a bar fight right and that's what kind of you know snowballed into this whole thing but right now that the snowball is is this massive avalanche like did you forget that that's how it started like your sister's Still out right. there, still there allegedly. Why, what, why are you jumping right. two feet? Like possibly jump working in the rebellion, dude. Go yeah. still find your sister. Yeah, I, right, that was, right. It's like it, like Anakin, like Anakin going back to free his mother. What was he doing for the next two ten years? A bunch of stuff. Very busy, <laughs> yeah, right. uh, dude. I'm so busy. Oh my god. <laughs> and my mom's still gonna be a slave. Don't worry about. She'll be fine. She'll still be um, there. She'll be there. I, I know where to find her. It's okay. Uh, so that that was yeah, but I, I mean, aside from that, this ended on on such a high note. I am so excited for season two because I do think, and and I I've I've been hurt on this show. This show is like pacing, and I I've always said like I've enjoyed the show while I'm watching it. I love it, but there was something of I wish I could have watched faster. I wish I could have binged it like like that's you fair. said. That's it. I think yeah, it's going to be a little bit better watched all at once or in in some chunks. Um, but I, I enjoyed it for what it was. I, I love that they're doing something different and serious and HBO esque, as you kind of put it. Um, and I think, yeah, I think season two is going to change any kind of those, those, those issues that, that we're seeing this and, and, and just speed things up and, and bring it to a very satisfying close slash connection to rogue one, which I friggin' love Rogue One. So God, yes. oh, yeah. as we're building to that, it's just going to keep getting better and better. So I'm very excited. And I'm I'm also kind of sad because I think you're right that we won't be seeing this for like two years. Right. That's, yeah. yeah, that's, yeah, that's, 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 that's yeah. tough. But something of this scope, 12 whole episodes that are an hour each and there's so much production. And yeah, I don't, I don't imagine and... it's a 2023 release. Not at all. Yeah. No. Not if yeah. we're working on it right well, now. And, as we and we're, we're getting Mando March 1st. Yes, yes. and then Ahsoka and, at some point next year. We've got a full year next year. We're, we're and, okay. and and bad bad batch in between. Bad batch is January. Bad batch starts January. Yeah, first yeah, exactly. like beginning of January. A month. 
for Ben. So, Bash. yeah, so that's his, and I would imagine the announcement of, for Ahsoka can't be that far off. So, yeah, we're, we're not going to be starving. I bet Ahsoka will be the last half of the year, so maybe that'll be fall. I would probably. also have probably, um, yeah. the, the kids uh, with, uh, what's his face? Jude Law. Yeah, yeah. Jude Law. Yep. Uh, I forget what that's called. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, and, and the <laughs> Acolyte. Which, and the Acolyte. Right. And the acolyte. That's right. And the acolyte. Right. So So then, yeah. So it'll make it. They're working on acolyte right now, though. So I imagine maybe that's an early 2024, whereas Cassie is a late 2024. There you go. So a little bracketed out. So yeah. Awesome. Amazing. Amazing. Let's wrap it up there, fellas. It's getting late. Uh, Dano, thank you so much for joining us. This was oh, a blast. We, we got to get you back. We got to figure out something even between the channels of, uh, of celebrating some, uh, some N64 games. That's how I remember oh, yeah. shadows is. I do. Um, the, yeah. The comic and the book yeah. and the, and the, 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 the figures that was, yeah. was big for me. The fi- Yeah. Sure. Not necessarily the, in the soundtrack. <laughs> I don't really know much about that, but yeah, the figures, but uh, we we have to have you back and we have to figure something out there, I think, to celebrate that game uh, sooner rather than later. But again, I want to thank you for, for joining us tonight. This has been a pleasure. Please uh, tell people where they can find you on the internet and what you're up to. So you can find me on youtube.com slash the Dano channel. Uh, every Tuesday night, I'm doing a live stream watch party of something. If there's not a new show like Andor or The Bad Batch, you can find me at 11 p.m. Pacific time every Tuesday night, either rewatching something leading up to the next show or whatever. You can always find me live late night, Tuesday nice. night, but another big project I'm working on. In fact, this is our third one. We're going to be, we just locked a venue for our third one. It's a little project called Mosh Isley, and it is a star Wars emo night punk party that we have been throwing. We threw one in Las Vegas in oh October. We threw one during celebration in Anaheim back in May, and we just oh locked gosh. in a venue for our third one coming this summer. I can't give you details quite yet as to exactly where, but it's going to be the biggest nerd event ever. And I am so excited to let the whole world know about it because That's it's amazing. Awesome. It's wild. Oh yeah. It's, uh, so it's, awesome. it's going to be good. So, so follow Mosh Isley on Instagram at Mosh Isley or Twitter. And just get ready because it's going to be the coolest Star Wars party you've ever you've ever witnessed. Oh man! All right, I'm That's on board. Awesome, That's cool. That is amazing. Um, yeah, follow those accounts. Uh, anywhere else to follow you specifically? Uh, Instagram at the Dano Channel and Twitter at the Dano Channel as well. So yeah, I'm on all those places Perfect. all the time. Everything will be in the show notes. If you missed him saying all that, check those and make sure you follow Dano. Um, and once again, man, thank you so much for for joining. Yeah, us. this was a blast. Loved That's it. Awesome. Charlie. Yes. Well, I am. Uh, I, I've, I've turned away from Facebook, turned away from Instagram because of being hacked and nuked. Happened to me several weeks ago. Uh, so I, I'm a little bit more low key. But you can find me over on Twitter at the C3. Also on Discord, uh, same tag for the two groups I'm responsible for, which is our Secret Friends Unite group, and also for the USS. Grand Petoskey, we're chapter of the International Star Trek Fan Club here in Michigan and Eastern Canada, uh, is the region that I run, but we're a global organization. Got a lot of great conversations going on over there, not only about Star Trek, but anything you want to talk about on either one of those servers. So come check us out. Uh, and that's me. Mark, what about you? Man, you you like the the Discord is absolutely blowing up. The blowing Super up. Friends Unite Discord, it's amazing. The the 
amount of people and conversations that have been happening in there the last couple of weeks. And Charlie, I have to thank you a lot for, for bringing more people in the last couple of weeks. It's been fantastic. So kudos, man. Thank you. It's, it's glad amazing. to do it. I love it. I'm, um, I'm, a, I'm a true believer in discord now. I've just okay. I've yeah. totally thrown myself into yeah. it. That's great. Uh, good to see. So join that again, links are in the show notes and you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at the underscore Canardian and on hive at just Canardian. Uh, if you're on Hive, because I think they're kind of almost back up and running. And that's a great place for a lot of Star Wars Twitter people kind of moving back and forth between the two platforms. And uh, of course, you can find everything else, seekyourfriendsunite.com. That's that. All right. Awesome. Well, friends, thank you as always for joining us. I'm going to tell you that sharing is caring and keep on trucking. May the force be with you. Rex, play us out. This podcast is part of the Secret Friends Unite podcasting network. Visit secretfriendsunite.com for more great shows, articles, news, reviews, and more. Secret Friends Unite podcasts are available on Apple, Google, Spotify, and other podcast services around the world. If you'd like to be part of the conversation, you can join us on Facebook or our new Discord server, or follow at Secret Friends U on Twitter. Please subscribe to Secret Friends Unite on YouTube and visit our merch store at tpublic.com. Just search Secret Friends Unite. Thanks for listening.